gentlemen, welcome back to the Whip Podcast. I'm your host, Elliot, and on my left is not Zach. I'm riding solo today. Call me Jason Derulo, doing another solo one. Um, obviously, as you know, we guys do this for fun, and sometimes Zach, I mean, life gets in the way, so um, Zach isn't on this one, but I'm uh, I'm going to run it solo. Um, going to do two different solo episodes, hopefully for about 10 minutes each. Um, first one, we're going to do a, uh, the Nations in Mourning. Obviously, Volkanovski got absolutely smoked by Ilya Taporia. So we're going to do a UFC 298 uh, review, just the main fights. And then uh, we're going to go through the um, the failure, with putting it kindly, the failure event of what is UFC 300 because that main event is just, I mean, that card is just absolutely horrible. But, you know, we'll go through the announcements and such. So UFC 298, we'll do the main card. Uh, started off, uh, I'm in like a UFC tipping comp. Um, and then at the end of the year, whoever gets the most crowns, which happens when... So if you win, a get the most correct picks on a card, you get a crown. Whoever has the most crowns at the end of the year gets a dinner shouted for them, which is uh, always great. Whoever has the least amount of crowns, they have to do like a challenge. We're still in the process of deciding a challenge. All my ideas have been shut down. I had the idea that it should be you have to spend 18 hours at McDonald's and every cheeseburger you eat takes an hour off the time, but no one thought that was a good idea, yet no one else is bringing any good ideas to the table. Another one was get a train to Wagga Wagga and back, which is like a 16-hour round trip on the train, uh, which I actually didn't mind that one. It could be relaxing as well, but obviously some people don't want to spend 16 hours which with their own thoughts, which I understand. So I, I was close to getting a crown on this event, got one on the last one, but... I was super close. So it started off Hernandez versus Kopilov. Kopilov looked really good early. His Muay Thai is ridiculous. Um, he started really, really well. But Hernandez is just an absolute animal on the ground. He took him down round two and uh, tapped him out. You know, it looked like Kopilov was actually going to fight a few of the um, few of the submission attempts, which was really interesting to see. I did not expect it. But Hernandez is just way too good and got the choke um i think everyone and their dog saw that one coming i think a few people in my group did pick Kopilov. i was surprised by that i think hernandez ground game is too good next one was devalish philly versus henry cejudo uh, henry cejudo obviously one of the biggest idiots of all time he thought he could retire from the ufc after being triple champion which is obviously super impressive and the UFC would go crying and suckle at his metaphorical breast to try and get him back. That's not the, how the UFC operates, obviously. Um, so he has come back from retirement. Um, he looked very good in the first round. I've got to admit, I don't like Cejudo, but you can't you can't ignore the fact how good he is. He um he started very good. He was very light on his feet. You know, he was winning most of the exchanges. I actually had him uh, up the first round. I think a couple of the judges did too. Um, and then from there, you know, after that first round, I was like, oh shit, like, should I have gone to Hudo? Like he was the one on the card where if there was going to be like, there was a lot of heavy favorites on this card. If he was going to be the upset, I thought it would be him. Obviously, as we found out later, as with the UFC, there's always an upset and that's why the nation's in mourning, but we'll get to it. Um, but then after, you know, the first round, you know, Devash Philly, his, um, his, wrestling is just next level you know those baltic regions he just you know picked him up even <laughs> walked him over one point to um mark Kuckerberg, um the zuck the lizard man 
don't cancel me. And, uh, you know, even just wrestled him in front of him because picked him up and dumped him because he wanted to wrestle in front of Zuckerberg, which is just like, that's some BDE right there. That's some Pete Davidson. So um, he just dominated him from there on out. Got the decision, like the Vallisville crutch sniffer. He's just always going to get decisions. Um, I'd be very surprised if he ever finishes anyone, but he looks good. He looks very, very good. Um, I think he will be a big test to O'Malley. Obviously, O'Malley's got to get through Cheeto, which I think he will. But, you know, I think that, you know, Dabalashvili could give him a real chance if he can get him to the ground, obviously. O'Malley's really big. Uh, and I also thought that, you know, potentially Aljo might get him. Um, and he didn't. So, going to keep going through this one. Um, next fight, Ian the Cup, Gary versus Jeff Neal. Ian Gary gets it done. Uh, decision. You know, people were saying it was a really bad fight. I get it, but I think Ian Gary was just doing a really good game plan. Obviously, if he lost, you know, he had so much pressure going into this fight, which I think, you know, you got to respect, even though I don't like his personality and stuff. And he has become the villain, you know. He had a lot of pressure going into that fight. Um, so he was just being smart. Jeff Neal's got some good wins, you know, and has is very competitive. So Ian Gary, you know, just... Scoring points, essentially, which I understand is the most exciting. You know, people said he went running around, but it got him the win. Um, so, yeah, I think he called out Colby Covington, which I want to say that fight. I personally think Colby would win, but Colby has not been looking great lately. Um, and it's a huge... And if Ian beats Colby, you know, he probably gets a title shot against Leon Edwards. So, great call out. Uh, I thought he would have called out Strickland, which would have, you know, probably got him more press. Uh, Strickland's... Maybe they're an easy fight than Colby as well. Like, I don't know. But they're not even the same weight. So, you know. Then the co-main, which was one of the all-time great co-mains, Whitaker versus Costa. Like, everyone had Costa, you know, winning the first round after the head kick. And I believe it did push him over the line. But, you know, judges, one judge did give it 30-27. Um, it was good to see Costa back. I actually really like Costa. So uh, as the camera gets to low battery, that's good when we are six minutes in. Um, but Costa looked really good. You know, he was rangy. He was throwing damage, but Whitaker's just like, he's the gatekeeper to Izzy and anyone else in that division. Um, so apart from Drakers, which he lost to, but I honestly think that rematch will happen. Uh, I would like to see Whitaker fight Strickland maybe for a number one contender if Drakers is going to fight Izzy which I think Izzy would win. Sort of fucks with Whitaker, but if Izzy beats Drakus because Izzy's style for Whitaker, Whitaker's just never going to beat it, unfortunately. Um, as an Aussie, I'd want Rob as champion, even though I do like Izzy. And I actually don't mind Drakus. I think he's pretty good. Um, but that was a war, absolute war. Whitaker just throwing those leg kicks beat up Costa's legs, and it was such a good fight. Um, and I, I would honestly watch that fight again. You know, if they can't book anyone, you know, if Strickland takes some time off or whatever and Izzy's fighting Drakers, I could watch that fight again. That was amazing, but I don't think they will. And then the main event. The main event. This was tough. Volk got absolutely flatlined. That's one win from four. He came out and he started really well. He was circling the cage well. He was, you know, going around, getting into the shots and then dipping out. But as they were saying in the commentary, which was, you know, obviously good analysis, that he was leaving his chin up. And Ilya does have that one-punch power. Now, I actually really underrated Ilya. Obviously, we've seen his highlights, but 
haven't fought anyone super, super impressive like Volk had. So Volk won the first round. All the judges gave the first round to Volk. And then in the second round, he was looking even better than the first. And I thought that if Ilya was going to win, it would be in rounds one or two, which obviously freaking happened. Um, but Volk was looking even better. And then Ilya just rushed him. And instead of covering, like, coming from a casual, instead of covering up, it looked like Volk was trying to get back on the outside. And to do that, obviously, you can't keep your hands up. And clipped him, starched him right on the fucking chin, which was just sad as fuck. Like, I think Volk needs some time off. I think he needs to do a bit of an easy, take a year. I don't think he's had a year, but take a year and go, you know, recuperate, pull yourself together because... um. Yeah, it was it was so tough to watch. Like that's an Australian icon for us, and he's um, yeah. So he needs some time. I think Ilya's going to find Evolov next. Um, I actually don't mind Ilya. Like obviously, what he did was fucked, and like I hate him for that. But he's he's really excited. I can't see anyone else beating him for a long time if um if they don't give Volk the rematch. But Volk was definitely beating him up until the moment, even though it was only one and a half rounds. You know, I think if you give Volk some time off, maybe that rematch, you know, Volk can give it to him. Maybe mix in some more wrestling, some more dominance. Volk was just too much against the cage. And that's where Ilya does his best work. And I think Volk just needs to give his chin a bit of a break. That's two KOs. But um, So, yeah, the nation's in mourning. Flags at half-mast, unfortunately. Um, in terms of UFC 300, now, if the camera dies, I love you all. Like, comment, subscribe. But uh, I'm just going to go to this 300 event because it's one of the great fuck-ups of all time, in my opinion. Some would argue my birth was. It is like Gaethje Holloway, sure. I think Gaethje pumps him. Oliveira Tassar Kuyun, like I probably butchered that name. Like, sure. I hope Charles wins that because I want to see Charles fight Islam again. Like Wei Lee versus Jainanen, like... I think they were trying to appeal to a certain audience with that one, which is fine. I get it. Prayer of us, Jamahal Hill. Like, Jamahal Hill's coming off an Achilles tendon not even a year ago, and he's meant to be in camp to fight Pereira, and Pereira also wants to fight on the Brazil card, which is, like, three weeks later. Like, are either of these fighters in the 100% best condition? Like, I think Pereira's going to run through him. Uh, unless Jamahal, you know, wants... If Jamahal uses his wrestling and takes Pereira to the ground, then... I think Jamahal could like get his way to a decision, but coming off a Achilles tendon injury, which is not a quick recovery, and I don't understand why they booked it so soon and why they wouldn't leave that fight for UFC 300. Apparently, Leon Edwards got offered three fighters. I'm assuming those three fighters were probably Islam, um, probably Islam, Hamza, and maybe. Maybe pro- I don't think it was Bilal Muhammad because prob- Bilal Muhammad wants that 300 fight. So maybe someone else who has Ramadan, which is dumb. Like they should have thrown the book at McGregor and Chandler, but apparently McGregor has some media obligations. I don't know about that. I think he might be f- done or at least not probably not coming back. Um, so yeah, I just think this 300 card, like Figueredo, Garbrandt, that's interesting. Um, really keen to see... Kayla Harrison, come over. That'll be good, but I haven't watched a lot of her. Bo Nichols going to run through whoever he fights. Kata versus Aljamain. Like, Aljamain's first fight at Featherweight, but it's like it's going to be a decision, probably. Like, it just doesn't do it for me whatsoever. Bobby Green versus Jim Miller's fun fight, but 
yeah, I think Dana dropped the ball with that one. I want to know what's going on with... I think Bilal just honestly doesn't sell enough tickets, to be honest, enough views for a 300. But, like, it's a more interesting fight as someone who watches the UFC than a Pereira versus Yamaha Hill. So, anyway, it's just quick thoughts. Um, obviously, rest in peace, Volkanovski, but hopefully he comes back. But I think take a year off, champ. Or, you know, go do some fun fights, make your money, call out McGregor, whatever. Um, and, yeah, long live the king, all hail the king. The king is dead for now, but the king can rise. So thanks, guys. Like, comment, subscribe. Uh, obviously, very UFC-heavy episode, so if you listen to it and you don't really watch UFC, I hope you learned something. Uh, get pumped uh, for the next one where uh, Sugar Sean is going to knock out Cheeto Vera. 299 is a better card than 300 anyway. Anyway, thanks guys. See ya. Flex, check, flex, check, flex, check. Diamonds in my fangs. Flex, check, flex, check, flex.